welcome to the official podcast channel of the Australian Physiotherapy Association, the latest in clinical, academic and health leadership, giving you access to preeminent physiotherapy research from Australia and across the globe. Each year, the Journal of Physiotherapy's International Advisory Board singles out a paper published in the last calendar year that best encompasses the intersection between scientific merit and clinical development. With 2014's Paper of the Year Award resulting in a tied vote, this podcast sees Associate Professor Mark Elkins, the journal's editor, catch up with Dr Vincent Paramanandam, the lead researcher of one of the year's winning papers, to discuss the latest research into weight training and lymphedema. My name's Mark Elkins and I'm the editor of Journal of Physiotherapy and I'm here with Vincent Paramanandam who is one of the joint winners of our paper of the year for 2014. Vincent's paper is called Weight Training is Not Harmful for Women with Breast Cancer Related Lymphedema and that was a systematic review of trials of weight training. Um, So Vincent, welcome. So before you completed your systematic review, Do you think the existing guidelines, the clinical practice guidelines, were actively opposed to women undertaking strenuous activity and exercises after breast cancer, or were they just not giving any guidance either way about exercise? Before answering that, your question, I would like to extend my thanks to the Journal of Physiotherapy and Mark, you especially. And... um, Yes, of course, uh, When uh, before I started with this uh, systematic review, I looked at the guidelines, especially in uh, United Kingdom as well as in India. The guidelines were saying clearly saying that patients with or um, at risk of lymphedema are supposed to not lift heavy weights, and even they were clearly mentioning that they are supposed to not even lift their own babies. So uh, this made me to do this systematic review. So you found that the weight training is safe, and not just safe, but beneficial, is that right? Yes, and uh, the systematic review clearly uh, showed that there is no increased risk of incidence as well as increased exacerbation in the condition. But um, the statistical difference between uh, the cumulative Evidence showed there is no uh, statistical difference between the two groups, but however, it showed clearly that there is uh, other benefits uh, of weight training, uh, those who are engaged in that exercise training program. Okay, great. So we'll get to those other benefits in a minute. So what you're saying is for women who don't already have lymphedema after breast cancer, this sort of weight training or strenuous exercise is not likely to increase their risk of getting it. And for women who do already have lymphedema, it's not going to worsen the lymphedema if they do this vigorous resisted weight training. So was the evidence kind of equally balanced between those two or was there a slightly better amount or better quality of evidence for one of those outcomes or the other? Yes, of course. It was uh, one of the largest study uh, done in US by Smiths et al. showed there is a little bit better benefit in the group of weight training program. So there was little less incidence in the weight training uh, program. And for including studies into the review, did you have a threshold of exercise intensity? How did you define what exercise studies were going to go into your review? Before I started with this review, you know, uh, I clearly had an uh, inclination that there won't be any many studies 
that is uh, done with a high standard that is randomized controlled trials on this particular topic so i didn't uh, particularly differentiate different uh, intensity of exercises so i thought of Uh, collecting all the studies those who have done weight training program and then clearly if i get to see different categories of weight training done on different studies then i would uh, sub categorize and sub analyze in the systematic review okay and what did you learn about the parameters of the weight training did the trials that you were able to include in the review let you make a recommendation about exactly what weight training should be used what weights or what number of repetitions or how frequent do are you able to give advice to people about those aspects of the weight training though different studies followed different kind of weight training programs most of them clearly uh, started with slow progressive and lightweight exercises so some of the studies even started with e- without weights and then slowly they started with slow progression so the number of repetition were were less and they started with very little weight and they progressed in a very long span after long span they progressed to the next weight category and uh, all of the studies have been done under supervision at least partly and all of the participants were using compression garment so we don't know whether compression garment has any special effect or without doing compression garment will Uh, exacerbate this condition and as well as the supervision because supervision will give confidence and as well as maybe that one factor might have played a role in not getting injury uh, because they were doing under uh, supervision because of that that you know might have played a particular impact but the, anyway there were control groups because it all were randomized controlled trials so that's an interesting point about the compression garments because if all of the included studies had compression garments on the women in both the active and the control groups the training women mm-hmm. and the non-training women mm-hmm. it means we don't really have any evidence about what will happen if people if women undertake the weight training after breast cancer with no compression garment on yes, do you think, think that's so. something that needs to be investigated, investigated? yes yeah, yeah. What about the other outcomes? So I think you mentioned that there were some favorable effects besides just the fact that it wasn't worsening the lymphedema, worsening the lymphedema risk or severity. But what about limb strength, quality of life and body mass index? Yeah, the uh, this study especially clearly showed that there is a tremendous amount of improvement in the limb strength, especially in the affected arm and as well as the areas uh, like lower limb which is not at all affected in this particular uh, group of patients they showed clear improvement in the limb strength and uh, physiologically we can assume that you know the improved muscle strength could give a, a protective mechanism to the arm affected so that you know in future if they do any kind of vigorous activities that will protect that arm from any further injuries and uh, we know that injury can trigger uh, lymphedema incidence so um, it clearly showed there is a benefit towards that uh, point of view and uh, quality of life uh, the cumulative effect did not show any particular um, evidence though a particular component of quality of life that is physical component showed clear benefit so this kind of f treatment program we can expect that it will affect the uh, physical component of quality of life so we in future we need to see more of physical component especially when we see these kind of studies 
and uh, of course body mass index did not show any particular um, difference in the weight training group however there there is one more um, systematic review which showed that in cancer population those who did weight training program um, there were clear uh, reduction in body mass index and uh, which is a very important factor in lymphedema occurrence okay so the quality of life you talked about the evidence did show up in the physical component of quality of life so yes. i presume the other component is is the mental the the out, the person's viewpoint and, and outlook yes. and their emotional yeah. well-being so it's interesting that if if um women are feeling stronger and like they can the, their physical capacity has improved that their mental outlook doesn't improve improve along with that do you think maybe that's because i don't know they've all survived breast cancer so they're all feeling particularly good or their their scores would be influenced by that aspect? my personal opinion with weight training i think uh, there should be some improvement in the body image mm-hmm. so i think in future we need to see that outcome as well as is there any body image uh, outcome reported in these trials mm-hmm. of course uh, unfortunately in my trial i didn't take that as one of the secondary outcome and uh, i would suggest we need to look at that factor because most of the women uh, report that uh, you know lack of body image and uh, lack of uh, confidence in sexual uh, life so we need to look at that that part also mm-hmm. in future and the body mass index outcome is interesting too because there's quite a lot of literature coming out now saying that it's not an ideal measure particularly for studies to do with weight training because it really just compares your height and your weight it's just yes. a combination of those two things yes. and if you're weight training maybe losing some fat and putting on some muscle yes. your weight your weight might not change overall so your body mass index won't yes. change but your body composition has actually improved yes uh, i think uh, what is more important is the physical fitness so body mass index is not a very good uh, f- um, marker for your physical fitness so uh, higher body mass index people with high physical fitness may get benefit because there are uh, literature enough literature showing that high uh, fitness with higher body mass index is better in uh, terms of survival than the people who are having less body mass index and as well as less uh, fit medically fit so uh, physically fit so i would suggest you know we need to look into that factor whether the patients are physically fit enough and weight training definitely would help in that factor mm. so do you think the guidelines are starting to change now yes of course and uh, in uk they have changed already and in us they have changed and uh, of course after uh, this publication in apj uh, journal and um, journal of physiotherapy and i have been contacted by a um, person from netherlands and uh, he asked my uh, paper for reference because they are in a process of changing their guidelines mm, terrific well it's great to see that yeah coming up because those those will guide a lot of clinicians practice yes. so that's terrific yeah. so since finishing the review what i don't know if you're prepared to tell us but what studies are you involved in now what have you moved on to right now uh, we are not uh, i'm not doing any weight training exercise or trial right now but however in my department right now a, a huge trial comparing uh, the uh, usual care bet uh, and yoga training and uh, what would be the uh, you know effect on their spirituality 
Okay. Is this in women after breast cancer? Yes, women okay. after breast cancer. It's a large randomized controlled trial of uh, five years uh, with a thousand wow. sample size. And so will that look at other things besides spiritual well-being? Will it yes, look at we are looking at, yes, we are looking at lymphedema. We are looking at uh, muscle strength, uh, flexibility, and uh, range of motion, So, and as well as survival. So, survival. Yeah. Okay, great. Uh, well, thank you very much for your time. Uh, we appreciate your doing the interview, but also submitting such a terrific paper, which is clearly changing practice around the world. So that's terrific. Thank you. Thanks a lot, Mark. To find out more information, visit physiotherapy.asn.au.